Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Live from King Supers on Colorado and Yale until 8 p.m. It's the third annual KOA Holiday Turkey and Food Drive. Benefiting the Food Bank of the Rockies. Presented by Redbird Farms, Colorado Buick GMC dealers, and 505 Roadhouse Salsa. Here's... KOA Sports. Ah, welcome to the program. We are live from the third annual KOA's Holiday Food Drive, benefiting Food Bank of the Rockies. Join KOA live right here at Colorado and Yale, right in front of King Supers until 8 o'clock tonight. And uh, you can uh, come by, you can donate food. We have uh, cash you can donate through a QR code. Uh, we're also giving away Trans-Siberian Orchestra tickets for Saturday's uh, Saturday show, as well as Mariah Carey tickets for Tuesday at Ball Arena. KOA's Holiday Food Drive is presented by Redbird Farms, Colorado Buick GMC dealers, 505 Roadhouse Salsa. The whole gang's here, we're all here. Dave Logan, Alfred Williams, Ryan Edwards. Fellas, what's going on? Man, it's a good day, man. It's a beautiful day. Last year when we did the food drive, it was uh, freezing, as I remember. <laughs> yeah, we you're, all, you're always freezing. <laughs> Do you remember how we all kind of cuddled together for warmth? Or maybe no, that no, was... No, I that, don't remember that. I guarantee you that wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> that, you, you, might, you might have got me mistaken for... Uh, well, I don't, I don't know who. Well, listen, but... <laughs> it's a survive, Dave. Like, listen, it's a survival. If we were in the wilderness we just, together... we just go inside where they have... No. If, I, if we were in the wilderness together and it, and it got that bad... The single biggest decision that I would have to make is to, after you passed, whether to eat you or not. Thank you, Hannibal. Thank you, Hannibal. I'm just saying, you got to do what you got to do. Dave, you got if, there really fast. If you're in the wilderness, no, I mean, we would try to get out. Oh, okay, thank I, God. We would try to escape. But it's, it's like that. What, was that. what was that movie where the plane crashed? Oh, yeah, that was the like, Alfred oh, Packer story. Golly, man. With the soccer team? Yes. Yeah. They, they wound up, oh, uh, how'd we get on that? How'd you get on that? Well, no, I, I was, see, I started oh, talking about... food drive. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a nice segue right there. <laughs> Listen, hey, I, uh, uh, so Mariah Carey is going to be here. Is she going to do her... Today? Holiday? No, on Tuesday. Next Tuesday, Tuesday at Ball Arena. Yeah. Yeah. Is she doing... Is this like her... Uh, uh, She's her, coming on the show. Is you here? Can't wait, man. Yeah, can't wait. me but too. Is she going to do like her holiday songs, or is this like a full-out concert? I, I, I mean, you're at Ball Arena. She, did, she didn't text me and tell me that, so I, I don't right. know. I, I, hope don't know. It's a, I hope it's her holiday, you know what I'm saying? Because her holiday album is, is only second to mine. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, if we so. look at the charts, God right? I mean, right. it's Mariah Carey and then a few spot spots down, mm. but don't worry about that. Yeah, part. don't worry about those Yeah. Things. Now, uh, favorite, favorite Mariah Carey song, Alfred? Oh, um, let's see. There's so many of them. Oh, uh, Dave already probably, knows this. Probably, uh, um, if you say all I want for Christmas. Then. Oh, that's what I'm going to say. <laughs> I was like, that's cheating. That's like, did you, did you see her do it? Do a good job, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe wait. heartbreak. <laughs> Baby, you can be my heartbreak. I think you need to do a Mariah Carey cover album. No, I don't think he needs to. No. No, not no, ready for no. that yet? No. 
Oh, maybe shake it off. Gotta shake it off. That's uh, Taylor Swift. That's not her. Keep on playing games. But love is not the same. You gotta shake it off. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's absolutely. Who was that? Travis Kelsey hates that song. Hates it. Yo, you know, I was I was looking at something, and Travis Kelsey is. I saw Travis Kelsey kissing his girlfriend in Argentina. Yeah, I saw that. That's pretty romantic. Honestly. That's a that's a that's a big story around the NFL. I mean, I, I him kissing his girlfriend. Well, I mean, I just you know I don't, I'm not I'm not really hip to who Taylor Swift is, but a pe- a lot of people apparently like her. She said it's a big story around the NFL. Wait, wait, wait. You're, what do you mean you're not hip to who Taylor? You've heard of Taylor Swift, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I, I I'm not saying you got a poster of her, but you know who she is. I mean, I know her, but I don't ne- necessarily know. Her. I know her. I know she's a big deal. That's all I know. I know she's a big deal. She, but I, she is a big you, deal. Wait a minute. Do you do you know her songs? Do you know her songs? Let me think about that. Okay. Yeah, I don't <laughs> no, know her songs no, either. I mean, that, I mean, no. No, I don't. No. I don't know her songs. But I, I mean, apparently for the uh, for the young ladies, um, young this anybody. is a big deal, right? Because uh, she no, changed much, the lyrics in one of her songs uh, to, to include to, yeah, to include the that he comes home to me. That guy, excuse me, that guy from the Chiefs. Right, right. He's, I guess it uh, became a, a brand new top hit for her. You know, huh. that's uh, yeah, good for them. So you would say Taylor Swift appeals, Ryan, more to female teenage females teenage than, girls. than males? Yeah, probably. But I, what I, age I, range I don't does it stop? To... What age range does it stop? It doesn't. I like Taylor Swift. Twelve to. Well, I mean, geez, there's a surprise. That was so well, many, yeah, so many right. open shots that right. I could have And I didn't even, uppercut, you know what? Uppercut, body blow. I mean, that was one blow. I could have swung out of my shoes on, and I didn't do it. Um, I would say the demographic for Taylor Swift, honestly, is like, and I'm, I'm not even being smart-ass here, 12 to like 25 or 30, maybe? I'd say it's okay. a, because my daughters both like Taylor Swift. How old are they? Uh, my youngest is 11, and she liked her even a couple of years ago. So, I'd so say, maybe 9 so, or 10 yeah, to I like think 30? I think you're right. But that's a, pre- that's a pretty, pretty big my, yeah. demographic. Yeah, well, we, we had a debate, Dave, the other no day Jackson, about, about what, well, we said a debate about who, who's going to ultimately be a bigger artist or who's a bigger artist now, uh, Taylor Swift or Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Well, it's not even close. It's Taylor Swift. <laughs> Michael Jackson. No, I mean, it really is. There's no well, social it's, it's media. Taylor, it's Taylor Swift in your world. <laughs> well, uh, listen, and again, not even close, Ryan. I told you. Close. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, You're like, talking to two old heads here. <laughs> you, you think for a minute either one of us is going to say Taylor Swift is bigger but, but this is the thing. at any point in her life but than this is Michael the thing Jackson? I need from you, Dave. This is the thing I need from you. You need honesty just, from me. Well, that's <laughs> always, always. But I, I need you to just suspend your own personal taste here and just recognize the logic of it. We're talking about the, the era of social media true. and the Internet. That's true. And, and branding with TikTok and all of these things. Uh, I don't disagree. You, mm-hmm. you can be bigger than, I mean, really, yeah. anybody. Right? Well, I, I think when you look at sales because of Michael Jackson's career, if you compare strictly sales, which is really the only because it's two different, two different times. It, it really is. Right? So mm-hmm. the only the only uh, fair in my mind comparison between the two in terms of actually saying who's bigger is who sold more. How would you answer that one, my friend? I think Mar- uh, Mariah Carey, uh, who we have tickets to give away, is uh, a pretty big deal. No, uh, I'd say Taylor Swift right now. 
He's got to be pretty close to I'm like, who's this guy shopping out of our baskets over here? This but, is Food Bank of the Rockies. Does, but he does work for Food Bank of the Rockies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, this dude is just trying to call him out. He's picking out the best stuff out of every basket. Yeah. <laughs> and he's doing it on purpose. It's a five-finger discount, man. I'm like, I'm like, he just took two turkeys out of there. There were only two turkeys in there. Well, they're, th- you know, they're, they're perfect now, right? I know, man. We were here two years ago where we had to have a, a heater behind yes. us. I know, yeah. Right? Today, it's like, it is gorgeous. Yeah, it, it is. Beautiful. It is. It is. Hey, Dave, I got to ask you, man. Yeah. Uh, you experienced something I, I have never, and that is staying overnight after a football game. First time for me. And, uh, it, well, I'm glad that you said that because I had never heard of it before. And, me neither. And it, it was uh, a shocker to me. How was, how, how was that, man? How, how, what happened? The game was over. You go back to the hotel? Go back to the hotel. I mean, I, I started literally as we were, you know, <laughs> <laughs> trying to get our way to the bus. We ride the uh, the uh, heathen bus to the stadium, and I was starting to pack my bag. Then I'm like, "Oh, wait a minute! We're not even we're not going from the game to the airport. We're coming from the game back to the hotel." So, 34 years. This is my 34th year calling Broncos games. Never stayed in an NFL city that night after a game it was it was bizarre and i gotta tell you hey listen i'm happy the broncos won that's three in a row we got plenty of things to talk about but it it i gotta tell you and they went out saturday late afternoon i'm sorry yeah saturday late afternoon so they were there saturday night Uh sunday night and Monday night, and then there was a mechanical issue with the plane right. leaving That's Tuesday. What I heard. We land. We got back. I got to practice last night at 6 p.m. Oh my gosh! So to answer your question, wants to, but I I don't know what the benefit is. I don't. I just don't get it. I mean, did you? What time did you get back to the hotel room? Was that right around one twelve thirty one o'clock? Probably, and then you went to bed, and then you guys had some mechanics. So, were you at the airport when the mechanics? No, fortunately, happened? fortunately, they texted uh, on the heathen line and said, "Hey, uh, the bus which was supposed <laughs> to leave at eleven thirty now leaves at two thirty. It's like, okay, so we, uh, you know, we we got together and we went to the same place that we had breakfast the day before. I saw little, you, Susie and Rick, little on cafe it. over yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Man, listen, they were all over the bills. We walked in there, and AJ, our producer, uh, had a Broncos sweatshirt on. I, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not embellishing this at all. I, I thought he might not get served. <laughs> the, the, you mean on, you mean on, on Saturday? On Saturday. On Saturday. Oh, Saturday, oh, Saturday before the game. Before the game. Before the game. Before the game. It was like, uh, so what are we doing here? And I said, well, he's he's rooting for the Broncos. We're, we're Bills fans. Can we get some? Of the good, can we get some of the good <laughs> eggs and stuff? I figured, hey, I don't want my food screwed with. Exactly, bro. Exactly. <laughs> Spit in his burrito, but not mine. So did you guys make it over to, to uh, the American side of the uh, uh, Niagara they, Falls? They, they uh, honestly, I did not. They went to Niagara Falls. Uh, You've I was, been before. I've been before, and plus. Uh, you know, I brought the computer, and we're trying to come up with a game plan for right. Friday. Right. So I, I used that time sitting in that hotel room just to do that. But they, uh, the whole crew went over there and said it was spectacular. Now, on the American really side, nice. it's still, I hope, I hope it doesn't smell on the American side anymore because that's where the, uh, that's where the, uh, they do the filtration. Yeah. And well, it, nobody it, said, it, nobody it, said it, anything. It, so. it, I don't know. You know? I don't know. <laughs> I mean that was part of that was part of my uh, my uh, Canadian trip one year. Just you know, just rolling all the way across. You smelt it. Oh, of course, oh yeah. You get, you S-M-E-L-T. <laughs> you, you could not. You could not not smell it. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I actually walked across the. <laughs> 
walked across the border, and uh, that was a weird deal because, you know, with, with your passport and everything, uh, it used to be... Uh, Did anybody check you? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. But, okay. I mean, there used to be a time when you didn't need a passport. You could just do a birth certificate. Yeah. Same way moving to traveling to Mexico. Mexico, that's but, right. But things have changed. Sort of. <laughs> sort, of. sort of. So uh, before we kind of move on, I, I haven't had a chance to really kind of catch up with you about the game. What'd you think? Um, I think they. I think the Broncos have um, discovered sort of a winning formula, and uh, if you don't give the game away, and you run it, and you continue to run it, and then you take a few shots. But then if the worst thing you do is punt it, um, now you got to factor in they've had nine turnovers created by the defense the last two weeks. But they haven't given the ball away. Um, and I think that's going to be key for them moving on, right? Staying ahead of the sticks, which they didn't do a very good job yeah. uh, because they had five pre-snap penalties. I mean, you just can't, you can't do that. Yeah. But um, I, I kept thinking during the game, man, they've had so many opportunities to seize control of this game, and they haven't done it. And that means normally, at least in my little mind, the other team is probably going to come back and find a way to win the game. And so it was it was up and down, and then they score on the uh, pass. Russell, I, you know, the pass to Cortland, I, I can't tell you what an unbelievable <laughs> throw that was. I actually thought he was telling? throwing the ball away. When he threw it, I'm like, dude, it's fourth and two. Give it. And then it's like, oh. I mean, it, it, it was <laughs> unbelievable what he did. Cortland made a really nice NFL pro receiver catch, got both feet down. But then they, you know, they go ahead on the Javante pass, and Russ made another good play. But then the, you know, the, the, the botched extra points, and I don't know, man. I, I was a holder for three seasons when I played in Cleveland. There's a lot of pressure on that holder. Oh, yeah. Uh, but somehow, someway, you've you got to get that ball up so that thing can be kicked, right? But it turned out they get a win. They've won three in a row. They can feel pretty good about themselves. And now they've got the Vikings and the Browns coming in and two backup quarterbacks. Or in, in the Minnesota case, two back, a backup to the backup quarterback is going to be the starter on Sunday. Yes, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's one of those uh, games where I think that you'll always remember uh, if you're a Bronco fan, because it's an instant classic. Oh, man. I mean, that's an instant classic. Yeah, 15 to 8 at halftime. I don't know if you guys talked about this. That's a very, I said, that's a, this is a really an unusual score. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then I find out it had happened only one time mm -hmm. in NFL history, and it happened in 1961, and the game was in Buffalo, huh. and the opposing team was the Broncos. Right. I mean, you, couldn't, you can't make that up. Right? 15 to 8. 15 to 8. 15 I mean. to eight. And, you know, the... Uh, you know, I, I thought during the game, I, w I went through uh, just, a, just a, a bottle bevy. of Jack. No, no, a bevy of emotions. I, didn't have, actually, I, didn't, I, I told Ryan I didn't have not one cocktail during that game. I didn't either. And it, it felt, it felt <laughs> like I was, just on, I, was just, I was just happy, man, just to, yeah. just to watch this team go out there and perform I like agree. they did, man. I and, agree. And it was, uh, you know, watching that game, and then when we got to 15 to 15, I thought that was the entire season, Dave. Like, that yeah. was the, like, who you are for the rest of this game when it's 15 to 15 will determine yep. who you will be this year. And they had a hell of a drive. Yes. Yeah. Right? I mean, they had one spit-out run, the longest run of the game. Javante uh, went for 11. That was mm -hmm. the longest run they had, uh, and they get it down there. And I said, as they broke the huddle, I said, this is Javante time. 
No surprise here. He's got to get the ball. But then I saw Russell check the play. Exactly. And I said, okay, hold on to that. He made a great, he made a great play. He got hit right in the pie hole, but got the ball to Javante. And then they missed the extra point. Yes. It's like, oh, my Lord. For what it's worth, when I was uh, cutting the highlights, I left this is Javante time in there. Yeah. <laughs> like, because, because you were, I mean, you were right. You were right. Yeah, but, but I, everybody I didn't, thought know, he, a I didn't know he was going to check it. Yeah, everybody in the stadium, everybody it's, in the country thought see, it was a handoff. I, I got to think, though, with Russell and with Sean Payton, now, now, you know, maybe maybe Sean was fine with that check, but when he walked up and checked that play, I'm thinking, oh, oh yeah. you better make sure this is the right call because you've been able to run it, been able to run it. If something happens here and this goes goofy, uh, Peyton's going to lose his mind. But, it, hey, it worked out, and they hung in there, and they found a way to win, and ultimately it doesn't matter. At the end of the day in the NFL, and Al Moses too, you know, for coaches and players, it's about whether you win or whether you lose. That's when, it. When you win, there's plenty of things that you want to clean up. When you lose, same thing. But th the bottom line is coaches get hired and fired based on how many games they win or lose. And what, so the Broncos have won three in a row. Uh, yesterday, the coach from uh, the Buffalo Bills uh, was fired. Um, yeah. O.C. Ken Dorsey. Ken Dorsey. Ken Dorsey fired. What was your take on it? I thought that was a cowardly move from the uh, Buffalo Bills. I thought it was a scapegoat. I mean, three of those turnovers had nothing to do. Maybe the play call at the, at the end of the half, you know. But how did 12 been on the field? Yeah. Well, first, I love receivers that are griping about not getting the ball and then have a ball go right through their hands yes. and get yeah. picked up. Gabe Davis, man. Did, stop, he, did he complain? Well, he had complained up, up to that game. He about did. not being involved. Yeah, dude. The ball, I mean, that's right in the middle of the field in your hands. Mm. And you have to make the catch. No excuses on that. And then Dalton Kincaid dropped the ball, wasn't intercepted, went right through his hands as well. I mean, Allen throws the ball hard, but you know he throws it hard. You practice with him every day. But I, I thought that there were so many things that went wrong for Buffalo. And as Ryan said, you're going to fire your OC. Although, when I saw the postgame press conference with Josh Allen and how long he took to answer mm -hmm. some of those questions i'm thinking okay there's a real mm. disconnect here he's saying a lot without really saying anything but 12 men on the field that's why you have a new offensive coordinator that's exactly right right and you're not going to fire your offensive coordinator if you didn't have the 12 men on the field penalty right yeah. you'd be I, like oh, i wouldn't have i wouldn't with some think things. so yeah, i wouldn't but if think you so win that game even 22 21 well listen Texas A&M won one on Saturday yes. and fired Jimbo Still in a heartbeat. Jimbo, Jimbo, rare, Jimbo by though. the way, makes 26000 and change per day for the next seven years. <laughs> Not to coach at A&M. Just let that, let that rattle around say, in your say, brains say that, say out that there. Again, he makes Jimbo how much makes 26000 and change, like 700 or something. 26000 plus per day for the next seven years not to coach in College Station. Ooh. You know, the the, uh, the conversation, I was in Texas, and I went to a high school football game. Did you really? Who, who, who'd you see? Uh, Two small schools. Yeah, yeah, but, okay. But it was north. It was north, and it was um, it was amazing, right, because I saw the bands, right? The, band, the, the stands were full, but the bands had like 80-something on one side and 100-something oh, on yeah. the other side. Oh, yeah. Man, I just, I just looked at it, and I was... I just, I couldn't believe what I was seeing, that you would have 180 kids participating yeah. in the marching band. You know, you grew up down there. It's I a know, big, but I'm just saying, but I, I mean, I live here now. Yeah. I mean, you can't get 180 kids to come out for football. No. You know what I'm saying? In, in Colorado. So how, how are you going to have 180 in between the two schools in the band? Yeah, I, I think, I think um, 
I think there are some of the some of the bigger schools that probably have a hundred and like twenty five in the band. Maybe not one hundred and eighty. But no, no, they, I'm talking about between the two schools. Oh, oh, yeah. I think there's some. I think there's some bigger schools that have a hundred or so in the band. In the band. Oh, yeah. Oh man, oh, yeah. it was great. You man. played in the band in high school. I, I played. Did. I played in the band too. Yeah. We we had a. I mean, back in the day, we had a we had a big band. Oh yeah, man. That was that was impressive. And uh, you know, I was talking to the uh, the guys there. One of them is a really good friend of mine uh, by the name of Derek Frazier, who played cornerback uh, mostly for the Philadelphia Eagles, but he is a Texas A&M alum. And we were talking about it, and he said, at this exact same time in their career, Kevin Sumlin and Jimbo Fisher had the exact same record. How's that? The next week, <laughs> he wins the game, and they fire him. Oh, they pound Mississippi State. I mean, they, they, I mean, they embarrassed. They won like, like by 35 or 36 like points. 50-something to little. Yeah, and I was like, man, how, how, how can you fire that guy, you know, after such a big win and... I guess I guess this whole thing about them not reaching their uh, potential is is a big deal at Texas A and M. Yeah, well, Jimmy Sexton I think is Jimbo Fisher's agent, and he should uh, feel pretty good about it because he negotiated that deal to where there is no offset clause. So if Jim, if Jimmy, if Jimbo Fisher, first of all, you know, you, once you get over the age of fifty, you can't go by Jimbo anymore. But <laughs> just saying. So, if, but if, my Jim, man, if my Jim, man. Jimbo Fisher wants to go get another job then he still makes $26,000 per day for the next seven years from A&M. It's good work if you can get it. Oh, fire me. Uh, we're live from King Supers here at uh, Colorado and Yale. Come on down and say hi to us. We're uh, here for the KOA Holiday Food Drive, benefiting Food Bank of the Rockies. This hour's chance to win $1,000 coming up in the next five minutes. Also, big, big news in the NFL today with a future Broncos opponent. We'll get to that when we come back. KOA Sports on 850 AM and 94.1 FM. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Live from King Supers on Colorado and Yale until 8 p.m. It's the third annual KOA Holiday Turkey and Food Drive. Benefiting the Food Bank of the Rockies. Here's KOA Sports. No mystery here. This ball is going to Javante. Wilson under center. Now Wilson looks like he's checking here. Nope, it's a pass. He's got Javante wide open. Javante makes the catch. Washed into the end zone. Touchdown, Denver. I mean, that still counts, Dave. You you predicted it. No, I, I mean, it was a run call. And uh, I had forgotten that I said, looks like Russell is checking here. Because you he walked up to the line, and Javante followed him up to the line. And he talked to the entire offensive line, and he turned back around to Javante. And so it's like, okay, he's definitely checking out of something into something. But in this case, it was a good check. And Russ got hammered on that play, too. That, that, that's tougher. You know, you had a guy unblocked right in yep. his face. And you have to assume that Javante is going to be right exactly where he's going to be. Um, but to get that ball off, and I, I thought Russell took a pretty big shot on that. The back of his head bounced off the turf when I saw the replay. But uh, just a hell of a play. Just a great win on the road. First time uh, beating the Bills 
um, on a Monday night yeah. since 94, <laughs> right? I mean, right. that's the yeah. first time beating the Bills in Buffalo since 07. Yep. So, you know, it's that was a great win for them. Big win. Uh, welcome back to KOA Sports. We are live from King Supers here at Colorado and Yale for our holiday food drive, benefiting Food Bank of the Rockies. Please come on down, help us out, help out some very needy families. Uh, we could use that. And uh, plus, you also have a chance to win Mariah Carey tickets, Trans-Siberian Orchestra tickets, uh, all sorts of cool stuff. Plus, hang out with us. Watch the show. We're, What's we're the Trans-Siberian? Is that the opera? I mean, orchestra? Yeah, it's an orchestra. Oh, okay, okay. Do, do they not... Normally uh, play here? Yeah, that's a great question, Alfred. We'll, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll get our research staff on that. The Trans-Siberian. No, they, they, have, they have played here before. I imagine they have. Yeah, okay. they have. They're a big deal. Yeah, yeah I know. I yeah. know. Yeah. yeah. I was in the marching band. <laughs> I was, in the, I I was also were. in the concert band, too. Me, too, man. Yeah, man. I was there in the go. jazz band, too. There you go, bro. There you go. There jazz you go. Band. Yep. <laughs> play Love the bass. Love Love the bass. Uh, the big breaking news today in the NFL is that Deshaun Watson is out for the season as a fracture in his throwing shoulder. And uh, at least right now, they're going to go Dorian Thomas, Thomas and Robinson. Uh, he's going to be the starting quarterback. Struggled in his last opportunity there with the Browns. They eventually went to P.J. Walker. I don't know if that's going to be the case for the Broncos, but this week it's going to be the rookie. I'll come to you first on this, Dave. I'm again as a, a former Brown uh, last week, what a win coming yep. from behind to get, beat the Ravens. And now this, uh, as they are sort of neck and neck in the AFC North, it's pretty significant. It, uh, it, it sort of looked like, because I had a chance to watch, obviously, uh, in the hotel room, the Browns and the Ravens game. And uh, it sort of looked like Deshaun settled in. And that was a hell of a comeback. And he started making some plays with his feet. And then, of course, the injury. It, it, it's, it's highly unusual to fracture your glenoid bone. I mean, that's, that just doesn't happen many times. Uh, obviously, it's happened here. But, um, yeah, I think, I think when you look at it from the Broncos' perspective, this is just great opportunity. And, and I'm sure Sean Payton, if he's going to be asked by that, and if he chooses to respond to that question from the local media, he's going to downplay that and say, listen, you know, we don't, you know they, they get paid and all the things coaches say, but you're getting the Vikings, and the Vikings have played very good football as of late, but you're still getting them with a backup to the backup, with a guy that just got there like last week, had to learn the plays to play against Atlanta, played very, very well. And now you're going to get the Browns with a really young, talented, but really young quarterback. So, man, I, you don't want to look ahead, but I'm going to look ahead for a minute. If they can find a way to win two home games, and they've won the last two home games after losing the first three, you know that puts them in a position that I don't think any of us – even thought remotely possible when they were one and five. Yeah, I think the uh, the DTR game is a it comes at the right time for us because whatever they're going to do with him this week will be uh, would be similar to what they're going to do with us. I would not want to play against them this week, not knowing what they're gonna, what kind of packages well, that they're going to bring in with great him. Point. Uh, but you're talking about an uber-talented dude. He's a talented kid. Man, when that dude was at UCLA, man, I was just like, wow, this is one of the one of the best quarterbacks in the country. And then he didn't get selected, I think, until like the fourth or fifth round. Right. And I thought to myself, like, you can't tell me this guy is not going to be a player in this league. And he looked great in preseason. And as you, as you mentioned, didn't look so hot in his regular season uh, uh, debut. But there's something about him. When he figures it out, it's going to be fun to watch him play. And and and, and certainly Cleveland has a, a great value there yep. uh, in their young quarterback. 
And then Josh Dobbs this week playing that team, you know, coaching matters. And I say it, I say it a lot on this show, and I mean it. Coaching matters. And when you look at the Minnesota Vikings and the way that they get into offense, the way that they get into uh, uh, making uh, the right calls, there's something about it that is that is really good for old football players like me because it makes sense. And the things that they ask him to do are not things that are foreign to him. They all basically come from the Shanahan tree. I, th I think you, you give Kevin O'Connell a lot yes. of credit. Oh, yeah. He's a very creative play designer, and I think he's a good play caller. Um, they're going to get Justin Jefferson back. And so there, there's your number one receiver, and, and uh, I think uh, Pat Sertan will be up to the task there. But I think, again, to me, it comes down to the running game and forcing Josh Dobbs. Now that there's tape on him and the Broncos, right. even though it's a short week, uh, they still have time to prepare for him as opposed to what the Falcons basically had no chance to play because he just got there on Wednesday. Yep. He had to literally learn enough plays that he could put on his wristband um, and and a credit to to Minnesota and I would say the Cleveland game the next week, you know it's going to be it's going to be essential that the Broncos don't let the Cleveland defense wreck the entire game. Right. They make right. the Cleveland offense win the game if if that's possible from Cleveland's standpoint. Not let the Cleveland defense, which may be playing as well as any defense in the league right now, wreck havoc on the Broncos' offense. How about how about uh, Ed Oliver last week on Monday night, man? The move on Powers. Just, I mean, in general, man, the guy was just—he was phenomenal. So, I was a little banged up, by the way. Yeah, I didn't didn't uh, limit yeah, practice. And, and yeah, then, and then, then, then on top of that, you know, what what makes this game even more interesting is that Dalton Reisner is over there playing for the I, Minnesota you know what? Vikings. I, I hadn't, you're right. I hadn't even thought about right, that. Right. So, Powers may be a little little iffy, and then Dalton Reisner is over there playing for the Minnesota Vikings. It's funny how this works. <laughs> it's just funny how it works, man. I think what, what I'm going to be fascinated to see, because the Vikings are also probably going to be without Alexander Madison. They're starting running back. They've had a tough time running the ball anyways. It's going to be Ty Chandler that likely is, uh, is, is playing. But, you know, this is a team that averaged 85 yards rushing per game. Right, so it's one of those deals like, like as we just got done with the Chiefs and the B Buffalo Bills, teams that could beat you in a myriad of ways. Mm -hmm. This isn't a team that's really doing that right now, and maybe that's an advantage. No, and I, th I think it, it fits into what the Broncos sort of want to do. It fits into the groove that they're in. I mean, they're they're now they feel pretty confident about their defense. Defense is playing really well. They've had nine turnovers from the defense the last two weeks, and I think Sean Payton says, "Listen, we're going to run it." And then we're going to run it some more. We'll dial up, you know, a handful plus of, of shot plays down the field. We'll make sure we protect it the right way. A couple of screens. And, and then let Russ, and, and I do want to say this about Russell in Buffalo. I thought maybe the two most crucial plays mm. that he made was when uh, both times to Samaj P. Ryan. Yep. When he stepped away from edge pressure. Yes. And he's going to take off. And the last minute he's going down, he shovels that thing ahead. I mean, that was vintage, like, old-school Russell 100%. from the Seattle days. And those were two huge plays. Especially to start that last drive, that 18-yarder. Yeah. Kind of just get some momentum because the last thing you wanted to do is have an incompletion on first yeah, down right. or, or just a, a one-yard gain, and then you're in third and long. And, and the third and longs, Alfred, I mean, they, they just could not. We talked with Rod yesterday. Uh, they, they had done such a good job against the Chiefs. Do you think it's a step back this last week, or was it just how Buffalo was playing? Well, I think it's, not, it's it, the third down conversions were third and long. That's right. You know, I was listening to Dave call the call the game. I think they had somewhere in the neighborhood of 
10 plays that were where it was third down and eight or more. Uh, Maybe as many as 12, but I mean, it, 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 you can't win in the league like that. Nope. You just, you just cannot win in the league. But I do want to say this about Russell Wilson. It was, uh, I think it was a first and 15 situation there at the end of the game. And uh, he dropped back the pass and he threw a ball to Jerry Judy into the coverage on time in, in that traffic that made me go, why don't you do that all the time? Yeah. But I know the answer because they don't want to put the ball in jeopardy. They don't want to put the ball in jeopardy, but at that, at that time, you have to. And I know now why people in Seattle said, uh, while Russ was there, let, just let him cook mm-hmm. because of throws like that. All right, let's get a quick check of traffic from the KOA Traffic Center. Here's Mike Spataro. And I do want to say this about Russell and Buffalo. I thought maybe the two most crucial plays that he made both times to Samaje Piran. Yep. When he stepped away from edge pressure, yep. and he's going to take off. The last minute he's going down, he shovels that thing ahead. I mean, that was vintage, like, old-school Russell from the Seattle days. Takes the snap, bounces around, flips the ball ahead to P. Ryan. P. Ryan steps out of a tackle, 35-40, and the big back lowers his head and shoulders and pounds out to the 43-yard line with an 18-yard catch and run. Great stuff there. Dave Logan, Alfred Williams, Ryan Edwards. We are live here from... King Supers at Colorado and Yale for the holiday food drive benefiting Food Bank of the Rockies. And we're thrilled to be joined by Mark Wessler, Director of Food Sourcing for Food Bank of the Rockies. Mark, thank you so much for the time. Thank you for having us out here. We obviously love working with you. How are you, sir? Uh, I'm great. I really appreciate the commitment and uh, the partnership with uh, your your station and uh, all the sports teams here in town. So thank you very much. Tell us about uh, food insecurity that exists here in Colorado. And, and what is needed uh, to help Coloradans out in particular during this, uh, during this tough ec- economic time. Sure. As you can imagine, uh, we have a lot of neighbors out there who are facing food insecurity, um, especially as um, some of the COVID support that existed during COVID and after COVID rolled back in March. And that was a tremendous hit for families that were receiving SNAP benefits. Uh, it was to the tune of $90 a person, and most of the households had four people, so it was almost $400 a month wow. in reduced benefits to go out there and buy food. And we all know with inflation, uh, it's just tough to, to make ends meet. So, yeah, a lot of, a lot of folks out there uh, who will appreciate uh, initiatives just like what we're doing here today. And as we uh, see people walking by, thank you, sir. Appreciate it. See people walking by, helping out here. Um, so for the Food Bank of the Rockies, I mean, uh, you guys have been just such a such an important part of our community for so long. Uh, this time of year, though, I, I know that it, it's important that people are donating, but you guys probably could use the help year-round, I imagine. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we have opportunities to volunteer. We'd, we'd certainly welcome donations, donations of both food and funds throughout the year. And, uh, yeah, we have a, a wonderful volunteer operations team at our facility. Uh, lots of wonderful opportunities to get involved uh, in different ways. You can make make meals in the kitchen. You can help uh, distribute food to folks in need uh, and do things like what we're doing today. How do people find you if they're driving and they can't make it over here and they but they want to contribute how can they do that can they go online and and uh contribute there yeah absolutely if you go to uh foodbankrockies.org uh, uh you can uh donate 
uh, cash um, 365 days out of the year. And um, at our facility, uh, we're off of Havana and I-70. Uh, we're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 4, and there's a community food donation drop-off opportunity there. And then on our website, it lists out all of our hunger relief partners. So we work with over 800 partners in northern Colorado and the entire state of Wyoming. And all of those partners would certainly welcome help as it relates to uh, volunteering, uh, food, funds, etc. Let, let me ask you this. So let, let, walk me through this. Say that you're a family in need and, and you're looking for help and you're out there. And, and you know, it, it, can be, um, it can be embarrassing to some families to, uh, to reach out and, and ask for that help. Uh, but when they finally do, talk, talk me through the process of how they actually receive their meals. Is it through your partners or do they go directly through to, to you? Uh, they can come come to us in a variety of ways like I said on our website there's a big uh, there's a big button on the top bar and it's about find food and within that you can actually key in your uh, address or your zip code and it'll bring up all sorts of uh, pantry options that are around you that and it'll list out sort of their uh, food distribution opportunities and sort of days of the week and times of day. Um, but yeah, at, at our facility, um, as you might imagine, we receive everyone with grace and uh, just do our best to, to help them with information. We have uh, opportunities for sort of immediate relief. Uh, and then we're out there in the community. We run uh, over uh, 70 mobile pantries throughout the month where we're actually taking food out into a community. Uh, most most often communities that don't necessarily have pantries, so we call them kind of food deserts, uh, and it's where uh, we can bring food to a community and, and they can come to the mobile pantry and receive it right then and there. Fantastic. Well, I appreciate that. Hey, Mark, thank you so yeah. much for the yeah, time. Yeah, you bet. Appreciate really it. appreciate that. Love doing this uh, with you guys every single year. Can you come down here, Colorado and Yale? Uh, there's a QR code if you want to donate cash, you can donate turkeys, uh, all sorts of food. we got people walking by throwing cash at you, which is fantastic. Yes. That's all great stuff. I uh, want to make sure we thank Redbird Farms, Colorado Buick GMC dealers, and 505 Roadhouse Salsa. We'll be down here until 8 o'clock. Come on down. Chad Brown going to join us coming up next. We'll talk a little Buffaloes and Broncos. That's next on KOA Sports 850 AM and 94.1 FM. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.